Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you have autoimmune disease or cancer and in a way that you never thought possible. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. This is the Grateful Warrior Podcast and I'm your host, Holly Bertone. You deserve love, happiness, and laughter. So let's get started. Hey there, my Grateful Warrior, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Grateful Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a certified natural health coach who specializes in gratitude and mindset, and we flip things upside down around here. So today we are going to focus on the hidden culprit that has probably been sapping a lot of your energy away lately and probably without you even knowing it. And here's the thing. No one's even acknowledging that it's there. I've had multiple conversations over the past few weeks in coaching calls and with business leaders and industry colleagues and even friends and family members all around the current political divisive topic du jour. So keep listening because I'm going to reveal what no one really wants to admit. And this is one thing that lately might be totally sapping your energy. It's probably not what you think. This is definitely an episode you will want to listen to and share with your bestie so that you can compare notes. And I promise to not leave you hanging because I want to help you navigate these challenging times. And I'm also going to reveal five easy steps that you can take when you see this happening. Before we begin today's episode, be sure to head over to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz. And find out how much gratitude and grit that you have. I've got a fun two-minute quiz for you that will reveal your gratitude personality. When you get your results, you will also receive resources that are personalized to your gratitude personality. And you can start to really deepen your gratitude practice with these personalized results. And then be sure to hit the follow button where you're listening and tap those five stars because leaving reviews really helps to boost our ratings and this awesome show out to more grateful warriors. So I'm not even going to mention what the divisive political topic is, because if you listen to this episode a few weeks from now, a few months from now, even a few years from now, it's going to be another current divisive political topic du jour or another big news event. And everything that I say is going to be just as relatable. There is so much to unpack in this episode, so be sure to stay with me until the end because I promise I will tie it all up with a pretty red ribbon and give you those steps that you can take to help navigate through these divisive times. And here's what I want you to keep in mind during this podcast episode is I'm not going to mention events or even taking a side, but what I am going to talk about, it might sting a little bit and that's actually okay. So I want you to keep an open mind and really hope that you can start to think about some things from a different perspective. So first of all, I want to be perfectly clear. I am beyond blessed to have family and friends of all different walks of life and many of whom we have different opinions and different beliefs, even polar opposite different opinions and beliefs. We lead with love with each other and respect. And we can agree to disagree, and it doesn't hurt the quality of our relationship. And most of that, really, it's out of mutual love and respect for each other. 
But there's another aspect to this that I'm going to dive into. In episode 18, I shared why gratitude isn't working for you and what to do instead. If you haven't listened to it, I recommend just check it out. And I'll leave a link in the show notes below here. I'm going to give you the highlight. And the number one reason that gratitude may not be working for you is what's called negativity bias. And the basic concept is that our brains are wired for negativity. And the more negativity our brains receive, the more negativity our brains look for. And then that becomes the default state. And especially when the world is so negative with the news and political divide and hatred and all the things, it's difficult for your brain just to flip on gratitude and be happy. Again, listen to the episode. I'm going to go into a lot more details, but that's just kind of the basic concept. But here's the thing. It's not just negative news and political divide and the hatred. There's another layer that's causing our brains to react in significantly strong ways. And that looks like anger and resentment and hatred and anxiety and even depression. And that layer, that's the pushing of the agenda. And from a normal human perspective, we all have our own biases. It's how we're wired, good, bad, or otherwise. It's a scientific fact. So how do you tell the difference between expressing an opinion or pushing an agenda? And what are some steps that you can take when you're feeling all of this noise all around you? So let me start off with setting an example of something hopefully very non-controversial and hopefully something that you can relate to, even if you don't have a dog. So I have a pug named Hannibal, and yes, his name is Hannibal, (laughs) and he is two years old. So when we got him, I had never owned a dog ever, 50 years, never had a dog. My identity shifted to that of a dog owner, but not just a dog owner, a responsible dog owner. And from that identity of being a responsible dog owner, I now have beliefs that attach to that identity. And from those beliefs comes actions that align with that identity. All right. So what does this look like? I'm now a dog owner. Again, first time age 50. My identity becomes that of a responsible dog owner. The beliefs that attach to that identity is that my puppy should be safe and confident and a pleasure to be around. The action attached to this is for me to train and socialize my puppy. And since we got them during the pandemic, I did all the training myself. Thank you, YouTube. So when Hannibal was a year old, he actually passed his AKC canine good citizen test. So he is a blue ribbon trained puppy. And I spent hours training Hannibal because it's important to me to have a dog that's well-trained. It's part of my identity to be a responsible dog owner and pet parent. He still has, he's two years old. So he still has some behaviors that we're working on. Some can be improved a little more, but he's a consistent, solid B plus A minus on his everyday behavior. Well, a few weeks ago, I was up at my dad's retirement home and we're out walking Hannibal and an elderly lady had her pup and the pup was extremely reactive on the leash, just like jumping all over the place and totally out of control on the leash. And the closer that we kind of got to each other, And the closer that dog got to Hannibal, the dog's reaction just got worse and worse. So she wanted to stop and chat. So I gave Hannibal the command to settle and he just kind of sat there and just watched. 
and the other dogs jumping up and down and pulling on the leash and, you know, being super reactive and, you know, Hannibal, oh, so good. He was so good. He just sat there super calm. I want you to listen closely to this because I genuinely felt bad for this lady that her dog was so reactive, not just because the dog was reactive, but because she was elderly. And even though the dog was small, it's a safety issue. That dog could have easily just one small move. And that dog could have easily pulled her down and she could have fallen and hurt herself and even broken a bone. So it's not just quality of life. It was safety. My identity is wrapped around being a responsible dog owner. And I believe that if you're going to be any kind of pet owner, if you're going to have any kind of pet, you should be responsible and take care of it. And especially with dogs, like they should be trained for a variety of reasons, but you know, safety is one of those. Those are my beliefs. They may not be yours and that's okay. With this elderly woman, I could have led with an agenda. I could have told her that her dog should be better trained because it's a safety issue for her. And if the dog pulls her at the wrong time when she's walking, she could fall and break a bone. Do I have conviction with my identity as a responsible dog owner? Yes. Am I leading with genuine concern for her safety? Yes. But that line gets crossed when I start pushing my agenda of being a responsible dog owner and that she should get training for her dog, even if it has to do with her safety. Now, I wasn't planning on saying anything to her. It's none of my business. But she made a comment and, you know, it was talking about how well behaved Hannibal was and how she wished her puppy could be that behaved as a dog, but I always call them puppies and how much she really struggles. So I asked permission to be in her space. I asked her if it was okay to show her a few quick things that she could do to help train her pup. She said, yes. So dad took Hannibal, moved him away a little bit. And I took her pup. It was two minutes, not even. I just showed her some really quick things that she could do. And the pup immediately responded. And that was it. I didn't push my agenda on her. I allowed her to invite me into her space and to be in a neutral place where we can have that interaction. So we're going to talk about this episode. We're going to look at this from two different perspectives. Second, we're going to look at it from within, but first I want to start with external because I've been hearing so much about this from you lately. And I know that it's given when we turn on the news, when we turn on social media, there's always going to be some kind of news event or political divide or, you know, something like that going on. It's unfortunate, but that's where we're at. And it's also a given. That whatever news channel you watch, regardless of what it is, whatever news channel you watch, that news channel is going to be pushing an agenda. It is not a secret. Look at all of the research conducted by Maxwell Combs and Donald Shaw. It's no secret. And now our social media, it's been spilling over, also full of divisiveness. And it's not just that the agenda pushing is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. I'm talking about everyone. I'm talking about both sides, whatever that is. It's both sides. So let me ask you this. All right. Here's a good way to kind of think about it. When you jump on Facebook or or whatever, let's say you have two friends and those two friends have different viewpoints than you do. Okay. So you've got one friend, you see the post, 
and you just scroll by the post. All right. You just feel kind of neutral. You don't know what it is. It's just, okay, we have different viewpoints and you're like, okay, they're expressing their opinion. I don't agree with it, but I'm just going to keep scrolling. But the other friend, you immediately feel whenever they post, it's like, ooh, kind of repulsed, kind of gross, kind of icky. And not just that, almost like you can feel them coming out of the screen at you and you need to back up. Any of this resonating with you? That is the difference between someone having a different opinion and someone pushing an agenda. Sometimes it's really loud, especially when it comes to the news, but sometimes even with family and friends, it can be pretty subtle. It's like you can't find the words to describe it. You just feel kind of yucky, right? And then sometimes it's not even subtle. It's just full-on passive-aggressive. So another way to tell the difference is, would you be able to have a civil discussion and conversation, even if you agree to disagree? Or is that messaging so deafening that you don't even want to listen? You're just completely shut off. Because when someone leads with respect, you can be in that place of having a conversation and sharing different viewpoints. But when it's an agenda, our brains want to shut down and just not listen, which is actually kind of ironic, right? I've always said, I've always believed this. That I would much rather have a conversation with a friend who disagrees with me or votes differently than me, but who leads with respect and love than have a conversation with a friend who is on the quote unquote same side, but is pushing an agenda. I don't even want to hear it if it comes across that way, even if I am quote unquote, you know, have similar beliefs. So before we look at this from an internal perspective, I don't want to leave you hanging. So I want to give you five steps that you can take. If you feel like this agenda pushing is sapping your energy, even more so these days, I want to be able to help you navigate when things get divisive. So first is just to be aware, start being an observer, try to put yourself in a neutral place and start to look at the message that you're receiving whether it's the news or friends or social media or friends in real life or even influencers that you follow. Listen to the message and just observe. Second is to identify how and what you feel. How do you feel when you listen to their message? What comes up for you? Does it give you energy or does it sap your energy? Do you feel better about yourself or do you feel kind of yucky? Third is to identify if it's an opinion or an agenda. If you're feeling any kind of fear or anger or anxiety, it's probably an agenda. If you're feeling like your energy is being sapped, it's probably an agenda. If you feel like you have to physically back up when you hear the message, it's probably an agenda. And fourth is to give yourself permission to stand in your own personal power. And if you want more information on this, I've got an entire episode, episode 19, Reclaim Your Personal Power, and I'll leave the link in the show notes. But I just want you to remember, you have the tools to control what you can control. And then fifth is to make a decision. How are you going to react? Whether it is an opinion or an agenda, you can turn off the news. If it's social media whether a friend or influencer, you can just keep scrolling 
or even unfollow them. If it's with someone in real life, you can react with neutrality, right? If you're having a conversation in real life, just be like, hey, friend, you know, I know there's a lot going on with the situation right now, and I'm still processing. How's everything with dot, 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 right? Redirect the conversation to something about them. Everyone loves to talk about themselves. They probably are not going to mind the redirect. I know that with everything that's going on with the external world, with opinion and agenda, there is a lot, but you now have five steps to help empower you. So let's go to that place. Ooh, let's go to that really uncomfortable place and start to look at this from an internal perspective. Ooh, yeah, I know. So first of all, I want to be very clear because those lines get real blurry real fast. And just everything that I say, I just want you to understand that. In my program, I teach what's called the heart roadmap to gratitude. And the first stop on the framework is called you are here. And the purpose is really just find your own starting point so that you can create a personalized game plan and begin that shift of gratitude being something that you do to who you become. We do this by finding your North Star. So what does that even mean? Your North Star is that place where you are in 100% alignment with not just your purpose and your values, but your belief system. And that includes a closer connection to your religion or faith or spirituality or whatever that practice looks like to you. It's the whole package. And especially with health challenges, our lives get derailed. And that first place to start is to get back into our alignment and our purpose. It's not just important, it's vital. And some common phrases that are thrown around social media these days are to speak your truth and to be unapologetically you. I agree with this 100%. But what's the line? What is the line between standing in your purpose and speaking your truth and being unapologetically you and pushing an agenda? And that line, that line can be very blurry because when it comes to the events going on in our world, we as a society, we feel the need to take sides and go from zero to a hundred after a controversial news story breaks. It's okay to be passionate. I hope you are. It's important. I want you to take a stand on an issue that's important to you. I want you to have feelings and be passionate about it. It's important to speak your truth. It's important to act in alignment with your purpose and your values. It's important to be unapologetically you. But what's the line? Remember when I told you the story about Hannibal? We have our identity. We have beliefs around that identity. And those beliefs comes with actions that support our identity. That line, that line gets crossed when we push our identity and our beliefs and our actions onto someone else. That line gets crossed when we lead with the assumption that I'm right and you're wrong. That line gets crossed when we do not hold space and respect the other person's opinion and the other person's identity and beliefs, even if it is different than our own. And that line gets crossed when we lead with anger instead of love. So let me ask you something, because I do my best to stand in integrity with you and to lead by example. And I titled this episode, Gratitude is the Agenda, because it is kind of tongue in cheek, right? Obviously knowing the content. 
I can be silly like that. I've got a really warped sense of humor. But in all seriousness, I teach gratitude from a totally different perspective. I like to flip it upside down and really start from the inside out. I also feel that there's some norms with our community that need to be viewed either differently or completely banished. Case in point, my last episode on acceptance. And I've got another pretty controversial episode talking about our community norms coming up. So be sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss it. I am here because this is my purpose and my passion. I am here to speak my truth. I am here to disrupt the old way of thinking. I am here as being unapologetically me. I am here to help you start think about things a little differently. And I am here to help you speak your own truth and gain confidence in doing so. But I will never, at least consciously, do it from a place where I'm pushing an agenda. I will always lead with love because I believe that gratitude is the best way to build fortitude and strength and resilience after health challenges shatter your world. And if that's you, if you connect to this message, then I encourage you to follow this podcast and learn more. And be sure to share this podcast with your bestie. Let each other know what resonates the most and how are you helping each other navigate through these challenging times. And I'm here to be your gratitude coach and your mentor. And I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. So be sure to take the quiz, how much gratitude and grit that you have. And you can find that over at pinkfortitude.com slash quiz. And the link is also in the show notes. And then finally hit that follow button where you're listening and tap those five stars and leave a great review because it would mean so much to me and also to help get this brand new podcast out to more grateful warriors. So thank you for tuning into another episode of the Grateful Warrior podcast. It has been awesome sauce to hang out with you and I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Holly here. And if you've been feeling burned out, stressed out and weighed down, and if the thought of another diet or workout plan is creating even more stress, I'd like to offer you a different solution. You see, we think that getting healthy means going on some crazy diet or restrictive protocol or even spending hours in the gym. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about losing weight. It's about losing the weight of the world on your shoulders. So rather than having you try to figure this out for yourself, I've put together a five-episode private podcast training series to help you get started with your very own comeback experience. The private podcast training series, it's totally free, and I'm doing something that I have never done before. In episode five, you're going to walk away with an assessment to determine your health as it relates to energy levels, sleep, metabolic health, and weight. And when you submit your assessment, you can schedule a free coaching session with me to personally review your results, and I will help you to develop your game plan going forward. Totally free, no strings attached. And I'm not sure how long I'm going to offer this complimentary and personalized coaching for you. So go to podcastholly.com. That's podcastholly.com to download this series. It's totally free. And then make sure you submit your assessment for your complimentary and personalized health review and game plan. I'll see you over at podcastholly.com.